Hi, and welcome back to Showing Up Whole, the place where we discuss balance in mind, body, heart, and spirit in every aspect of our lives. Today, I want to talk about the mind element of wholeness, your mental focus, practices, mindset, and how to create the version of you you want to be. Hi, and welcome back. For some reason, over the last couple of weeks, the conversation around focus and mindset, the frequency that you resonate with or radiate out from you, has really been coming a lot up a lot for me. Focus is an interesting thing, especially nowadays. It seems like there's so many things vying for it, so many things that are pulling at it, wanting to grab your attention, grab your focus. I think finally, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the Oscars, that was the final um, final straw of really acknowledging that things are vying for your attention. And it is so easy to let your mind wander in all directions. A couple of days ago, I was lying in bed, just waking up, and I just took a moment to witness my thoughts. And I witnessed them flying around in, in various experiences. It was fascinating as I as I flitted through different things that were happening in my experience, everything from watching season two of Bridgerton to the book that I was reading to the project that I was working on to what was happening with our dog to what was happening with the weather and, oh, look, there was a bird flying out the window. It was, it was amazing to watch that it wasn't even split seconds that these thoughts were having my attention, literally. I don't think any actual conscious thought was behind them. It would just be moments flitting by, frequencies flitting by. And it gave me a time to pause and truly dive into what focus really is. How do you claim your focus when everything around you is claiming it as well? How do you claim your heart space and the focus of your heart space when there's so many things vying for it as well. You know, that you can be walking through the grocery store and you can have your focus or attention flowing to the price rising up of various things. And within that moment of focus, of just a small moment of time, a small observation that quite frankly, shouldn't be a big deal to make. Yes, prices are going up. Oh, look, there it is. There's the proof of that thing again. And your focus gets pulled to it. And immediately the moment you do, you feel a frequency, a, a, a vibration of annoyance, a feeling of frustration, a feeling of even for many people that can actually even bring anxiety. The minute you feel that way, what happens? It turns into momentum. Suddenly you feel anxious about this one product getting up in price and immediately it folds out to what next, what next, what next? And you watch as your focus goes down a rabbit hole of what next, what ifs, and a stress and frustration space where really five minutes before, you could have been blithely and happily walking through the grocery store, eager to pick up your favorite dessert, because you know, we all like that. It becomes a steady uh, bombardment 
of things that can take your focus. And I truly believe that at this time in our lives and in this time of our planet, our time of where we stand in this moment, where so many things are becoming so loud, there's never been a more important time to claim your focus. So what does it even mean? How do you claim your focus? How do you actually create the intention to be intentional about the thoughts that fly through your mind? First of all, let's let's give a little bit of leeway on this. It's not ever a question of not noticing things. It's not a question of not noticing the price rise on whatever you're seeing in the store. It is a question rather of a releasing of it. It's a question of acknowledging it and then allowing it to flow through you. I remember once hearing someone say that it took 90 seconds for an emotion to flow through your body. So the thought would come in and you would feel the emotional hit and then 90 seconds later it would have worked through your body provided your focus didn't build momentum along that information. So if you see the price rise and you feel that anxiety and you feel that stress or that frustration or annoyance, you feel it, you acknowledge it, you distract yourself onto something else knowing that your body's receiving information and you allow it to be released, knowing that, one, there's nothing that can be done about it, not really, and two, that you can attract a better outcome from a better focus and vibrational space. Sometimes people will be like, yeah, but Christina, isn't this just putting a happy face sticker on it? And in some ways, I suppose you could see it like that. This isn't toxic positivity though, because when it is actually something that you can do something about, when it is something also of people suffering, or when it is something that truly needs surrounding and love and light, then it is a question of giving that your focus as well as giving it your love. But there's a gray ground here. It's funny because this is what I used to tell my daughters and my son that, you know, there's the gray existence. There's the black and there's the white experiences, you know, the, the heavy and the light experiences. There's the polar existences. And then there's the gray area. We used to talk about it in, in terms of, of television shows. You know, they'd be watching a TV show and Sometimes they would watch something and it'd be really scary. And I'd be like, oh, that's such a, that's such a heavy, heavy space. Or, but then sometimes they'd watch something that's absolutely phenomenally beautiful and light and expansive. And I'd be like, oh, that's such a, a beautiful space. And then they would watch something that was just blech, just drivel, something that gave no emotional response. It was just time passing. It was, and this is, it's truly what we called it. We called it just the gray worlds where there was no, there was no focusing it on love. There was no surrounding in love. There was no opportunity to hold space for something or to learn from it. It was just time passing. 
We see this all the time on social media. How, how often can you be on Facebook and you'll turn around and you'll realize you might have flipped by various focuses over a period of time. You might have scrolled past various stories, which might have shifted how you felt by a few degrees here or there, but nothing was empowering. And also at the same time, nothing was stimulating a new desire because of how upsetting it was. It's just scrolling. And you watch as you become bombarded by lots of little pieces of focus and yet focused on nothing. The focus on nothing is, is where you lose your power. It's where your thoughts become scattered to the wind. And just like a pile of leaves, those leaves get scattered so far that there's no seeing a pile of them anymore. They're just spread out. It's a question of having your focus in so many different places that you truly don't, you cannot feel empowered in that state. We're just going to pause one sec for a short break. If you're feeling like you need some guidance and support through the current information overload you find online right now, if you're craving a deeper understanding of spirituality, how to navigate from a whole perspective and learn how to parent your children through these stressful times as your best self, I invite you to check out my website, spirituallyawareparenting.com. I'm Christina Fletcher, and as a self-development and spirituality coach for busy moms, I bring my 25 years of experience in the field of self-help and spiritual studies to each aspect of my work. As a trained energy healer, I can help you bridge what you learn to what you really know, allowing you to create those natural shifts within you. And I also clear out any trapped energy along the way. As a conscious parent coach, I can help you create authentic relationships and build in spiritual connection with your family. From my books that launched my career to coaching services, you'll also find information about my upcoming group program, Co-Parenting with the Universe, which is a six-month deep dive to take you from drained and scattered to free, connected, and in soul-led communication with your children. Come check me out at spirituallyawareparenting.com and feel free to reach out at any time. And we're back. So again, how do you claim your focus? In a lot of ways, the trick to it is, first of all, to drop into your heart. You know, see all of that scattered focus around you and know that none of it defines you. Put your hands on your heart and focus in there. And ask yourself the question, what do you love to think about? What do you love to feel? What stimulates that new response, that new energy, that new life flow? Uh, also, what, when you have that answer, when you know what you want to feel, what thoughts, be it memories, be it dreams, be it observations, be it um, even a show, even music, whatever, what can you do? and focus in on, and give your attention to that will make you feel the way you want to feel. We often forget that focus lies in the everyday moments. 
that you can be drinking your morning coffee and scrolling on your phone, or you can be drinking your morning coffee and looking out the window, observing the world, observing each little bird and each little, uh, and each flower blossoming or each cloud passing by or raindrop falling. And you can be part of that life experience. You can choose to read something that is longer than something that flies past your observation on a scroll. And you can read something giving it your attention. That can be, it doesn't need to be something serious and, and, intellectual. It can be as simple as giving your focus to something joyful, pleasurable, enjoyable. And then you get to feel that empowering feeling of knowing you claimed your focus. You claimed the thoughts that were flying through your head. Now again, There might be some people who are listening to this going, yeah, but Christina, there's some really bad things happening in the world. And you can say, yes. So therefore, would you go on a long journey in a car without filling up on gas first? Wouldn't it make sense to put yourself in a focused state, a state where you have clarity of who you are and who you want to be, a state where you feel your lightest, your most open, your most loving, so that then you can deal with the crises at hand? Will you really feel prepared and capable of dealing with emergencies if you're feeling low and drained and scattered to the wind? No, you'll always feel more empowered when you've claimed your focus and are deciding what you focus on. Now, of course, you're going to, like, there's no greater focus creator than meditation. There's, there's, no, there's, there's no way around it. Meditation is always going to be about mental focus and clarity. It's always about... Um, tuning in and allowing your brain the space, your mind the space to quiet and focus. So I always recommend to people that if you can find the time, meditate. Now, I mean, I could, I could be rather annoying and mention what the, you know, the Zen saying of that, if you don't have time to meditate, meditate twice as long. But for many people listening to this, I know you might be, you're probably a parent, and within that, life is loud and fast. Uh, I do want to draw your attention to uh, the fact that I'm now on Insight Timer as a teacher over there. I highly, I, I would love to have you come on over. You can find me under Christina Fletcher. I believe my username is Spirit Mom. And I have a few meditations on there. I am going to be adding some more over time. And I am all about simple, short meditations. And it's really about, I always incorporate energy work within all of my meditations so that your focus is allowed to flow through you because where attention goes, energy flows. So creating meditations around moving from your mind down to your root chakra, 
down to the earth, making sure you feel grounded and allowing yourself to feel whole in yourself. I think actually I have a meditation on there called Swirling Thoughts, which is focused on the kind of buzzing information overload that swirls and swirls and swirls and flows, you know, so that it flows down and so you can empty your mind. Focus is all about choosing what you want to radiate at, what you want to resonate at, and then using your thoughts and your mind to focus on that intention and allow it to flow from you. It's about claiming yourself, allowing yourself to shine from the inside out and knowing that no matter what's presented to the world around you, you get to choose what part of it that you focus on. And the more you focus on one part of it, the more that part of it will multiply. That's simple quantum physics. The more that part of it will multiply. So therefore, choose what you want to multiply and focus deeply on it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. So by all means, feel free to come on over to my Facebook group, the Spiritually Aware Parenting Community, or like I said, come on over to Insight Timer. Uh, the great thing about Insight Timer is it is a bit like a social media, but with a specific focus because it is all about creating mindfulness and meditations. And so you can definitely come on over there and comment on that. At the same time, you're always welcome. Come on over to my website, spirituallywearparenting.com. Drop me an email. Let's keep in touch. Because within these focuses, it's important to have like-minded community, to be connected to like-minded people, because that builds momentum around the focus as well. Sending love and light. Have a good week. Bye now.